Have you heard this song yet? Um, I don't think so. No, was it Jasmine Sullivan's? Yes. I just figured so because everybody's been talking about her this album. Al- this album. Or her project. Apparently, she doesn't want to call it an album. People are calling it different things. People are calling it an EP. I've heard an album. I've heard a project. I've heard a tape. But it's really good, though. She herself doesn't want to call it an album. Do you know why? I think she just wants to call it a project. Maybe she doesn't want the pressure of it being an album. I don't know. What? It's what? like a just like a passion project. That's so weird. I I mean I know that she's had kind of like a tougher time in the industry because she's not really. Of, of course, people revere her as like a, a voice and stuff like that. Like she can sing. But she's not like in the conversations with like, you know, like the top, like like Brandy and stuff like that. Like she's not in that conversation, and so I think people were saying that this project was like that way to kind of like break in there and be like in that conversation. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just really enamored by it. It's Why really, is it? Really nice. Is it because she's still considered? um up and, well she's not really up and coming but she's is she still considered like a underground or i don't know about underground but I not mean, underground like, i don't know she, how to describe it well when word. she came out when she came out like i i need you bad you remember when i need you bad dropped no i mean i don't really follow jasmine sullivan okay. like that so. so it was a really like reggae fused r&b song missy elliott had co-signed her at the time and she dropped it. It was all over BET and stuff like that. And she could sing, but she didn't have the appeal of like the the also like black female singers that were prominent at that time. So like Ashanti and Rihanna and Beyonce, like they all mm-hmm. had kind of like a similar appeal um, as black singers. And she didn't really have that, even though like she could sing like anybody under a table. Like she didn't really rise to. To prominence i guess because i guess it just wasn't the look she she had the soul but i guess it was just the look thing and i guess that's why people really didn't gravitate to her in terms of like at the level of stardom because she was like thicker i guess so or darker and darker too darker too because everyone else was like fairer skinned like beyonce and rihanna's like fairer skinned ashanti's fairer skinned and jasmine sullivan is darker skinned and even like Keisha Cole, fair skin too. So it, I guess it was hard uh, being a darker skinned woman and a thicker, uh, thicker woman um, at that time. Even though she was like blowing people out of the out of the water. Maybe if she came into like yeah, her Brand- voice is amazing. If she came into like the game during like Brandy's time, maybe she would have a little bit more success because Brandy's a darker a darker woman. But mm-hmm. she's she's like a, a vocal god. Like people revere her like highly. Like she's gotten awards and everything. So it's like maybe she just came in the wrong time. But I mean this project came up was in the really, wrong really era. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this project has definitely if put her back on the map, if anything, because that's all I've been hearing all week. Jasmine Sullivan, Jasmine Sullivan. Have you heard her album? Have you heard her album? Let's talk about this song. Let's talk. And, and you know, and I part of me wanted to listen to it before we started recording the podcast because I figured maybe like that would have probably would 
of you wanted to talk about. But then I was like, honestly, like, and I've said this before, I've said this before, like, I'm not one of those people that have to jump and listen to an album just because it just dropped. Like, I'm not that person. Like, I don't, I don't consume music like that. Right. Like, I will get to it when I feel like this is something like I want to take in at this time. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Like, honestly, I'm more intrigued to listen to it only because a lot of people keep talking about the different messaging and the stories that she's telling with, with the album. Yeah. Like, and like some of, I guess some of the lines with some of the um, Kofi, the features that she had on there that, and I heard there was a topic on, colorism because apparently one of the features that one of the guys said some real colorist line on one of the songs and mm-hmm. that was a topic of debate mm. so i mean i want to listen to it just to see wow wow really guan but but i mean yeah. like even like her she dropped the project and she did a she did a tiny desk concert um on npr um like a tiny desk concert it's when it's like an acoustic concert where artists will like go on uh, it's uh, a channel called NPR on YouTube and like they will perform songs from like a project or like songs that they're known for or stuff like that it's really really popular like it it has millions and millions of views Meg the Stallion's been on there um Anderson Pack um Division Daniel Caesar's a, a lot of people her and Anderson yeah. Pack was on her album though yeah Anderson yeah. Pack was um uh Ari, Ari Lennox was uh-huh. um her was um uh, it was it was really it was really good um if you're if if you're a little bit too too deep um and too and too saved this may not be the project for you uh fair warning <laughs> why How, you're not you're not saved that's not, that's not what I said but I'm saying like some people are just a little bit too sanctimonious to entertain such um s- such um, content, I'll say for lack of a better word, but um, is it because she's talking about her ex escapades? Basically, uh, it's very, it's a very sexually liberal project. Even though it's mm. very sonically, it's it's very very good because she's very very good at what she does. But it it just paints a story of uh of female escapades, if you will, uh, and mm. and in short. I won't spoil it um, on the podcast, but go listen to it. Definitely. That was the song that we played was Lost Ones. That was a single that she dropped before the project. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm glad that she dropped something and that people didn't forget about Jasmine Sullivan because she's like she's one of my favorites. Definitely. Yeah, I'm going to take it in. Is there I'm anything else you've listened to? Because mm. I don't think you, really, you, did, you didn't listen to Jasmine Sullivan's project. No. Okay. So what did you did you listen to anything else or did you come up mm. with anything else? No. I, I I don't really like I said before I don't really listen to music like that. I don't consume music like that. I'm more I I'm more list like have my eye open for new films and new TV shows that are out. Like Bridgerton is a TV show on Netflix that also everybody's talking about. I don't know if let you've me, let, taken that in. Let's stick a pin real quick. Let's stick a pin. Let's talk about Bridgerton because I took that in. I did. How many seasons does it have? It's just is it just it's just one? one right now. Okay, yeah. so I took that in and I'm nearly finished it. Yeah, I li- haven't. I like only it? I've only taken the first. Well, that's a lie. I technically 
took in like three episodes, but the first time I was, it was just kind of more in the background. So I wasn't really paying attention to it. Yeah. So I went back to it yesterday yeah. um, to really get into it because everyone kept, again, oh my gosh, Bridgerton, Bridgerton, Bridgerton. And I'm like, okay, from when I was listening to it in the background, I'm like, yeah, it seems interesting. But again, because I wasn't really paying attention to it, I wasn't really in it. But when yeah. I watched it again yesterday, the first episode, I was like, raw, this is actually really good. And yeah. I'm not surprised because it's Shonda Rhimes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this is really, really good. And then it was even more um, intriguing for me because I was also, I also um, took in Issa Rae's masterclass. Issa Rae just dropped her masterclass on oh, masterclass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it basically, bir- it was her birthday recently. It was her birthday yesterday, and then her masterclass also dropped as well. Mm-hmm. So I was taking that in. I was following her masterclass, and she was basically talking about like how to create a story and how to pitch a pilot and what you need to have a successful pilot episode and blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. So after I watched that, and then I went back and watched Bridgerton and like seeing like certain things that Issa was saying that I was seeing in Bridgerton. I was like, it was just a really like as a as a as a writer and director and actress myself it was really mm. interesting to see but besides all of that like the, the the tv series itself from like a consumer standpoint is really good not i i liked it i did um i tried to take in the crown before i watched bridgerton and i find like bridgerton is a more fun uh yeah. play on the crown um, more lighthearted it, exactly so um and it features the guy that was it he was in um he was a prosecutor in some lawyer show um i've i forget the name of it but i really liked it it had kind of like dry humor but um he he's really good at that he's the duke of hastings yeah um, yeah 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 so he's really good in that um i'm i'm i intend on and finishing I like, it go ahead and i yeah. like that they have black actors mm. but it's not that, that well, from what I've seen so far, the black actors are not quote unquote black actors. They're not like made to be like, oh, this is someone from Africa. This is someone from Sahara. They are just in the they're just in the world with everyone else, like normal people. Like they don't have to be like African. You know what I'm saying? They were just there. Like the queen, uh, uh, the queen, I believe, is a black woman. Mm-hmm. The, o- the only thing is, which I feel like could also be another topic of discussion, um, is like the black actors that they do have in there are very fair skin or mixed. Most mm-hmm. of them, like the heavier speaking roles, except for I think the other the other black woman, I forgot her her character, her, her eyebrows are very arched, mm-hmm. um, and she walks with the cane. Um, she's she, like she's the Duke's. Isn't that the Duke's like aunt or something? The like Duke's that? aunt or caretaker or something yeah, like something that. Like yeah. That. Yeah. So, but all the other black actors in there, I was like, I noticed that they were fair skin or mixed. Yeah. So I'm just like, hmm, okay. That's, that's, I feel like that could be another topic of discussion. But I'm like, okay, let me just get more into it. So after this, I'm definitely going to be t- watching another episode just mm-hmm. to see what, yeah. I actually had that observation when I kind of like not even in watching the in watching Bridgerton and then kind of going over um, Shonda Rhimes other shows. I'm just like the representation. Like, I don't think we hold Shonda Rhimes to that standard at all. Um, Just because her stuff is so good. I think she kind of flies under the radar when it comes to 
black representation in her in her shows. I mm. was like, there's a like you consider like Grey's Anatomy, even though like how to get it how to get away with murder has a lead um a lead black actress, it's mm-hmm. still very like spotted in terms of black people. Grey's Anatomy is mm. very spotted in terms of black people. Olivia Pope is an is another lead black actress, but again, the representation is still very spotted. So it's just right. Like, I don't know. I don't. That's just an observation that I had. I don't know if maybe maybe she has a a reasoning for it because like there are certain people that are outspoken in doing it, like um the Gronish guy that the 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 directs uh, Gronish and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um and then like Tyler Perry, like he's like all black everything. Spike Lee, all black everything. So mm-hmm. just, I found it interesting, but I don't I don't know. Like you said, like maybe that's not my area of expertise. You're the you're the film guru of the show. Okay. Speaking of which, <laughs> welcome to another week of the, the Kick Up Podcast. <laughs> welcome to another week, guys. Hi. <laughs> hope you guys had a um a great week wherever you yes. are. Um I hope you're you're safe and you're healthy. It's um, I don't know how's how's your week been, Crystal. Well, this is the this is the first episode we're doing via Zoom, so we hope the quality, the audio quality, and all that stuff co- still comes out. Yeah, it's, really well. Oh, by the way, when when it's did we start? When did we start? We didn't have a timer. I didn't even know when we started. Oh man, um, it's okay. I got my phone here. I'll just put on for like an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, but um, yeah, uh. Yeah. I'm what good. was I saying? Yeah, yeah I think I asked how your week we're was. trying we're doing this on Zoom. Um but actually before but actually before we go I talk about doing this on Zoom. My week, my week was pretty uh well we're midweek, but my week has been pretty good. I mean um like this 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 week I was able to connect there's a film coming out uh, uh, spike lee is presenting another film called mm. american skin i don't know if you've heard of it i have uh, nate nate parker's nate parker's film it looks insane uh, yeah 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 so i was fortunate enough to be able to so like a couple of days ago or sometime last week um like the american skin team and nate parker they reached out to me or they started following me on Instagram because mm-hmm. I did um, a, like a reaction video to the trailer and I guess they saw it, they liked it, whatever. So they started following me on Instagram, reached out to me and they're like, oh, you know, we really love your thing. And they did like a compilation compilation of different reaction videos to the trailer. Yeah. I'm like, I was a part of it. And, and then, um, then after like they messaged, they, they DM me, they're like, we want you to be a part of the the press day junket. Um, so I was able, me and like a couple other content creators were able to have like a round table with um, like Nate Parker and the rest of the cast of American Skin. Like we were talking with them via Zoom. I posted it on my IG like yesterday. It happened on Monday. It was really, really good. So first they gave us a streamer of the film so i was able to watch the film uh-huh. um and then we then we talked about it a, a little bit on the round table and yeah like i was so like i was so honored that they would like reach out and give me that opportunity and 
as geeks. Like, I was I was talking to ghosts, y'all. I was talking to Omari Hardway. I was talking to ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to ghosts. Me and ghosts are having a conversation. You know what I mean? So, like, and Nate Parker, Nate is amazing. And, like, um, and like all the other castmates on there. So it was a really cool opportunity. It was a really good opportunity. And yeah, and then like now Nate's following me. So yeah, you know, it's, it's, I was happy. I was happy. And so, the film's coming out on Friday, guys. So when you watch this, it's going to be Thursday. So technically the film's coming out tomorrow. So yeah, you can check it on iTunes and all them things. So guys, you know that Crystal can't talk to me anymore about me telling her that she's the well-connected host of the show. She is the, she's the celebrity and the star power. She can't say anything to me now. She can't no, say I still anything. can because it's it's, still it's true. Like it's true, and you need to take it and embrace it. You're very very well, blessed. I I am, but <laughs> I would still say we both are. We both know our own respective people. That's it. Well, I mean, I guess that's I guess that's a similarity. But that's great that you're weak. Uh, that I mean, even though it's been midweek, um, that's great that that happened. Uh, but the polar opposite is for me. My week has not been the greatest um, of weeks. It's yes. been, it's been, um, yeah. Um, the start to my year has been kind of, eh. I'm holding on. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, it kind of leads into the on my heart. Uh, not to be, not to, I guess, steer it on a um a sad note but i mean i guess the kick up the kick up podcast we're a family so um let me be a little bit transparent recently um i lost my job uh my salary job that um that i was working during the week full time um i had worked there for a year and due to like covid and stuff like that they were just like yeah you know uh we had to choose between you and somebody else and you kind of got the boot uh, so it wasn't anything personal and I didn't. Did you like, ask them why? No, um, uh. I don't really have like, I guess because of like my evasive tact, like habits, like uh. I will, when I get like let go or suspended and stuff like that, I won't even ask. I'll be like, oh, that's what's happening. Okay, no problem. And I'll just go. I'll just leave. I don't even want to like resonate because I'll get uncomfortable and stuff like that if I have to feel uh. that. Um, that's something I'm trying to change, though, you know, because mm. toxic masculinity. But mm. um, so I like got the I I got my termination letter and was like shook hands with the manager and was like, you know, I only know you're doing your job and stuff like that. So I left. Oh, OK, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, No, go ahead. I was going to say it wasn't a it wasn't a layoff. It was like a complete let go. No, it was a termination. Like it's a termination letter. Like you're you're out of here like hmm. my be even my benefits that's what killed me it wasn't even about like uh what's it called it wasn't even about just like leaving because hmm. like my coworkers and stuff like that or just being there for a year and it being weird it, that those benefits yo were <laughs> right, right 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 like when you when you become an adult when i when i got that contract and saw those that benefit package i was like yo let me milk that for a bit but um mm. other than that no it, they just decided to downsize because um covid was becoming more and more of a problem which is something mm. we're getting we're gonna get to but covid was becoming more of a more of a problem and they just just mean needed couldn't to make afford it they needed to make an executive decision but it's like 
I don't know. Um, it it's it's not like th- when I say my week hasn't been the greatest. It's not even the fact of like me losing my job, even though that's like that's traumatic for some people. That's not necessarily like what it is. And even though like it's like I said, like traumatic or depressing, I think it's more like just the discomfort of because my job was never the main thing. It's oh. always been like create it's always been creatively like the creative aspects and aspirations and stuff like that and it's just Uh like i don't know maybe i've kind of had some time to resonate and maybe this is the period where like i think every creative has that period of or periods or seasons of discomfort yeah you know it's when they're pursuing you know whether whether it's like a project or some or just uh an aspiration or or a a seat or whatever there's always just that period of like it's it's not like i want to give up or it's not like i don't think this is worth it but it's just really really it just really really sucks right now you know what i'm Uh saying you know like um and there's various things that tie into that like creative blocks and you know like financially it might become touch and go and stuff like that or Mm. even like isolation and stuff and like i've kind in the past like from the new year started um i've kind of been experiencing a myriad of all of that you know what i'm saying Mm. Uh, however i know that it's toward like a I'm not like closing myself off. These are just things that I'm experiencing. And then me losing my job, like it just didn't like it just didn't make it better. But it's like, I don't know what what do you as a creative crystal? Like, how do you how do you deal with like those periods of just like it really, really sucks right now? Whatever, whatever it may be, it doesn't even have to be like super like 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 deep or anything like that. But it's like, how do you cope with that? Um, well, first, I'll just say, well, thank God, like, I don't know, thank God we live in a a country like Canada, so when stuff like this happens, we have, you know, such programs like EI or CERB or whatever to help us through those hard periods. Crystal, she's Um, your mom. The first thing she she does is point me to resources. That's that's so nice of you. (laughs) But it's it's true. Why wouldn't I? It's so kind of you. okay yeah it didn't didn't hurt as much because like i have money saved and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it's just like which is important guys see Mm -hmm. this is if you're listening to this and you and you don't take savings seriously you need to take savings if anything that 2020 has taught anybody is you guys have to save like you need to save you need to save for those rainy days because we never know like even that i'm telling this to myself like savings they always say like it's hard to do it in this type of climate, but they say you should try to save at least six months worth of your income. Mm-hmm. So if you don't work for six months, at least you have six months worth to cover your your bills, your necessities, whatever. But um, as, besides that, like we can, that could probably be another episode where we can bring on some like financial um, savvy people to come and talk about different ways that you could save. I already have someone in mind that we can bring on. If you guys are interested in that, but um, yeah, uh, uh, before to answer, before I answer your question, I was just saying, thank God we live in a country like Canada where we can have those um, programs like EI, like like CERB to fall back on to help us during those those times um, where we might be financially in a, in a bind. Creatively, like. 
when like are you saying like what do I do when I when I'm in a situation I get like creative creators block is that what you're asking just like just a period and I mean like you're a creative like you don't just like switch that on and on like like 24 7 you're a creative so Mm -hmm. it's like you might just in your life you might just approach a season where it's just like really uncomfortable whatever it is it even could be like family product problems and it could affect you creatively or yeah. it could or it could be like a creative block that affects you creatively or it could be like a financial like hiccup that could affect you creatively like how do you like still like protect that creativity um or like get just get stuff done that's because like recently I was kind of I feel like I was kind of experiencing even a little bit even now but like I was feel like I was kind of experiencing creator's block because mm. I really want to write continue writing my script and I just couldn't figure out anything like nothing was coming to mind um and I was just and it really frustrates me when I can't think of when I can't like when my creative juices aren't flowing mm-hmm. and there's can be a number of things I feel like that can hinder me from, from like having my creative juices flowing. I don't know. That question's kind of hard because the only, the only scenario that I can think of where something happened to me where I was like really in a bad time in my life was when my mom passed away but um from what i remember my mind and i could have it could have been like a part of the way for me to cope mm-hmm. because i remember i can't remember what i was working on at that time oh yeah i had my 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 clothing brand at that time right i remember in the midst of like planning like seeing my mom in the hospital, planning her, like when she finally passed away and planning her funeral. Like I was still like de- like doing my business stuff, like and still very active with doing my business stuff and like getting stuff for my business. Yeah. And that never, that never, like the, my creative juices and my, my business acumen never stopped during that time and like I said it could have been just because it was maybe a way for me to cope to get through it mm-hmm. um was to still keep my mind occupied um but like I think it's I think it's also also because during that time I wasn't really worrying it's hard to explain like like that whole that whole period of my life like is literally a different conversation on itself but i i didn't really have worry if that makes sense Mm -hmm. now i think if you're worried because of i don't know you financially you don't know where your next paycheck is gonna come you don't know how you're gonna pay this how you're gonna pay that that for sure definitely is i feel like can kill creativity Mm -hmm. and I don't know how anyone can create in a worried state of mind, to be honest. And I don't know what you can do to create in if you're in your if you're in a worried state of mind. You can be like in a not so great state, but still not be worried because you know, like, okay, I, I know God's got me, or I know I can fall back on this, or 
anything. Mm -hmm. I have this I can do. And you're not so worried. But when you're actually like worried, that like takes up your whole brain space. You can't really do anything. You know what I'm saying? So like the first thing would be to, it's hard to say, don't worry, but like literally if you're if you're worrying about something you have to deal with whatever that is before i feel you can even start getting the, the brain capacity to start creating again that's my opinion that's facts though see my little therapy session with crystal that was that that was helpful <laughs> that was helpful that was... i needed that give her a round of applause guys oh, wow. give her a round of applause thank crystal um, but yeah, that's basically what's been on my heart. <laughs> I don't know what's been uh, if that it, does that tie into what's been on your heart, or do you have something on your heart before we get into um, it? On my heart, is literally, I just been thinking, how am I going to just do what I want to do, like full time? Like, how am I just gonna make that my life? Like that's that's Let's what's talk just been about on, it because I'm been on I'm in life. that I'm in that now <laughs> I I guess it I mean I guess when my life kind of just like pivoted because of the loss it was just like I, I I'm still like doing projects I'm still like producing stuff and stuff is still like on track to be like put out this year and whatever so it's like I may I may be looking to be doing this full time. And I mean, I never really like imagined it, but it's just like how. But this is also the perfect, like it could also be a blessing in disguise because now you you have more like fire under your ass to make this work. Like it has to work, ass, you know. Jesus, under the ass, come on. Yes, you have more football tomorrow. Something yes, like that, you have more fire under your ass to make this work because it's like now I have to make this work because yeah. I don't. Clearly, I can see you can't rely on a job can come and go. So you have to do for yourself, especially in this time. You have to do for yourself and you have more time now to do for yourself. You figure out like still take the time to figure out and plan and strategize how you are going to make money, get income, because that's important because you still have to live. You still have rent to pay. You still have food to buy all them things and things. But like I said, Thank God we have such things like CERB that can help you, you know, while you, you know, figure out how else you're going to make income. Yeah, yeah. And then do what you have to do. If that even means like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm, figuring, pretty I'm figuring sure you are like looking for other jobs. Yeah, I'm figuring I'm figuring some stuff out where I can just like stay at home. Because the work that I'm already doing is at home, so like I'm, I'm source I'm I'm sourcing some things, but it's like you know. Would you move back in with your parents, your mom? Uh, that's a whole that's a whole other episode. I don't know. Uh, I to be honest, it's like I I I'm the headstrong kid. You know, there's three of us, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm the most kind of like determined and strong-willed one even Mm -hmm. though we're all we're all really like you know determined and whatever but i think when i put my mind to something i'm gonna do it and so like the first time i was like i'm gonna move out because i needed to like it became Mm. it became essential for me to move out and like i don't i don't know i think other kids my age 
like when they say they moved out or something like that it was because like they wanted to or they came uh-huh. to the point where they could afford to and it's just like let me just move out or maybe they were having hard like times with their parents and stuff like that for me it was like essential like i could not stay in brampton and keep commuting back and forth to toronto every day like it was uh-huh. taking a toll on my body and stuff like that like i just couldn't do it and riding the bus ugh. Imagine still in COVID, me having to do that. That's I'd be dead. I'd be a dead man. Um, But yeah, it became essential. So it was just like, and even just the grind, like it was three months, like every weekend, me on the road, looking at two apartments every weekend because like it became essential. And it's just like, I think when it came to that point in my life, and I think maybe I'm in it now, I don't know. But I, I, it, when it came to the point in my life where it's just like, you don't have an option. Like, you have to make this work. Or uh-huh. it's like, you're going to have to stay with your mom. And it's just like, I can't do that. Because if I stay with my mom, I'm going to have to compromise my life as a, single, uh-huh. as a single adult. You know what I'm saying? And it just comes to the point in any, every single adult's life when it comes to, like, breaking away from their parents. Because for some, that's traumatic. Because it's like, me, it, it's been the four of us for, for years Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I know that I have to, you know what I'm saying? And it's been yeah. for the better. It's been for the betterment in most cases, but it's just like, are you, are you going to sacrifice your life in order to appease, you know, the people you love? Or are you just going to like, just go on with your life? You know what I'm saying? And make a life for yourself and find fulfillment in that. And I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah. it hasn't been all easy and it's not going to be can, all easy. You can ask your, your, Landlord, if you can get roommates, if anything, you have that big old house to yourself. What? Hold on. Where's the button? The kick up podcast. That's not it. What? There it is. What? No. What? What is a roommate? My why rent, would you? My rent is already very reasonable, and I'm not trying to let everybody know what my rent is. So I'm gonna keep it a secret. I've got it under wraps for right now. Okay. <laughs> but it's just like I'm just throwing out I need options. The space. You know? Yeah, of course, but it's just like I don't know. I I can't sacrifice the space, man. And I, I, I don't know. Okay, you have a big you, old dutty house to yourself. It's like, not I don't dutty. Know how much space you need. For, it's not dutty. First of all, it's not dirty. <laughs> it's very clean. I clean it on a regular basis. <laughs> And second of all, I I like the space. I enjoy the space. That's why I moved out. I can't go back to living in a cluttered house. Not a cluttered but house. But one just... other person in a like three bedroom house you no, think is no. gonna cramp your space? I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Do oh my it gosh! So what do you, how are you be... gonna? How are you gonna have? How are you gonna have a wife? How are you gonna if have children? This is no, what listen, I want to know. No, listen. If there, I'm a bachelor, so I can feel this way. Okay. So if there's three people in a house, that I'm means not saying three I, people. I'm hold saying on, hold on. One other roommate. But let, let me let me say something. Let me say something. Just just in the in hypothetically, if there's three people in a house, okay. Say that's my situation. If there's three people in a house, that means at at all times there's going to be two people in one space. And I can't, no. I don't think I can, I don't think I can do that. What do you mean? At all times? At all if times. three people have their at three At all times, at any, t- three, at any time. No, if three people have their three separate bedrooms, people will be in their bedrooms. Most times people will be in their own bedroom. I can't risk what it. What do you mean? I can't risk it. I have to keep the people as far away from me as possible. I need the space. I okay, need the solitude. Right. Because more right, people right. is more noise, you know what I'm saying? So it's just okay. Like, so 
good luck when you get have your wife and kids. I don't know how you're gonna deal different. with that. That's different. That's different. That's when how I'm re- that's, people. That's when I'm. That's when I've finished my youth and all of my exploits, and I'm ready to settle down and have a family. Oh. That's oh, different. God. That's different when I'm when I'm no longer a spring chicken and I can and I'm just like let me just settle down and start a family and spread my roots here. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like right now I'm 23. Let me just go long. Let's get out. I'm kidding. Be hermit. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. He's uh, really not. <laughs> okay. So well, I was saying this is the first episode that we're trying to do via Zoom. I hope right. like the, the audio quality and all that stuff is still good. But this is this is good because when we have guests, we're supposed to have a guest on if you know if carlos reads the notes i put it in the notes we're planning on have hoping to have a guest not next week the week after yeah um so obviously we'll be doing it via zoom right now because exciting yeah guys we have entered into another lockdown oh boy okay so let's talk about it what let's talk about it Okay, so guys, um, our premier, <laughs> um, uh-huh. Doug Doug Ford, um, he had addressed the nation yesterday. The province. <laughs> Sorry, the province. Yes, um, he had addressed the province yesterday, um, and had declared that effective Thursday. Um, well, effective which, immediately, we're in a state of emergency. By the time you listen to this. By the time this drops, we will have been in a state of emergency at 12.01 a.m. on Thursday. Um, There is to be no one on the roads, on the streets. No, we are in a state of emergency effective immediately when he made that announcement. As of Thursday, we're at he is a stay at home order. Right. Yes. So, So everybody lock up. Uh, except for essential workers um, and for essential trips like de- um, doctor's appointments and grocery trips. So um, everything and that should be for the next 28 days, he said. I yeah. Think. So, um, yeah, I had a I had a studio session tomorrow, which is Thursday. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday. I had a, I had a studio session the next day that got canceled. Um, everything else for the next month canceled and it's just like I, has it disturbed anything for you or is it just because i know you're already working from home um it hasn't really disturbed anything for me i'm already kind of a rebel anyways so like okay i mean sure i'll probably anyways let me not incriminate myself <laughs> i'm gonna be a i'm gonna comply 100 uh, percent i'm gonna, gonna be partying I'm gonna comply 100 percent and be, be a good citizen. No, I'm not. I don't party anyways. But um, no, I don't party anyways. But there was really no difference, at least for us here in Peel, Toronto. There was no difference, um, because we were already in a lockdown from like November, from like October, November. It's been um, outrageous, bro. Yeah, and um. We already couldn't go anywhere, really, except for the grocery stores. Um, you know, malls and all the places have already been closed. Um, the only difference is they say non-essential 
um, retail stores will close at eight. That doesn't really make a difference because places normally close at nine anyways, even pre-COVID places were closing at nine. So I'm like, okay, you made it an hour earlier. Doesn't really make a big difference. I tried Um, to go to my mall across the street and it closed at seven. And I was like, some places, yeah, some places close earlier. I know a few places that change their hours to like six, seven. So now you just have to check wherever you want to go to see their their time because some places are, do actually have started closing earlier. Um, so, and basically the stay-at-home order is just now they have, the only um, thing that I've gotten from it that kind of bothered me was they have, they're having an increased presence of police and bylaw officers and stuff on the roads to basically be checking people to see where they're going if they're not going anywhere besides the grocery store. Mm, so they're going to have a task force to beat people up, basically. It's not going to beat people <laughs> up. I mean... I, I hope not, but I mean, no. that essentially sounds like what it is. But it's, it's going like... to be like bringing over people, pulling over people from random, like, where are you going checks, which, okay, it's annoying, but everybody's just going to say, oh, I'm going home, or, oh, I'm going to the grocery store, or I'm sounds going to like... the pharmacy. Sounds That's like, what everybody's going to say. But it just sounds a little stop and friskish to me. And that doesn't, I don't know. I never even heard of that until you said it. And it's just like. You didn't watch Doug? Uh, I, wa- I, I didn't listen to all of it. I listened to that first portion. And I was just like, okay, I guess it's, I guess it's over. I, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Are they going to be finding really- people? Yeah, they're going to be finding people if you can't, if you're like out and about that and you shouldn't be out and about. But again, my thing is, how are they going to prove that somebody is out going somewhere else other than the grocery store? Like, how are they going to prove that? I... If somebody stops me, I'm going to say I'm going to the grocery store because most most of the time it's probably I'm going to the grocery store. Everywhere else is closed. Where else are we going? You know so, what I'm saying? So, Christian, you're telling me you're going to lie? No, I'm going to the grocery store. To law I'm saying enforcement? people, people, people will definitely still do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. If they get stopped, they're going to say they're going to go to the store. My thing is, how are they going to have the people prove it? So suppose it's after hours. Suppose it's after hours and nothing is open. Well, that's the only and thing. Unless on it's Raba. Unless it's Raba. <laughs> I think maybe like twenty four hour places would have to would have to shorten their hours too. I don't know because they said essential services can keep to their regular hours. Raba's not essential. If Raba has food, grocery stores, so yes, it is. I think Raba's more like a one stop shop, but like compared to like a a Walmart or stuff like that, that's actually like an essential. I don't think a Raba would have to stay open. But still, but I, Raba I think... will stay open because they sell grocery stores. I mean, they sell grocery items. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess. Raba um, is basically a small grocery store. Basically, I I miss Raba. I miss Brampton. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I don't know. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> because this has been you said it, we've been in lockdown since November. And the amount of COVID cases has only risen since then. 
up to like 600,000. Clearly now. it's not working. So like what's happening? I like it I mean I've been I looked at this and when I saw the video uh the only thing that I thought was um nobody knows nobody knows what to do cuz we're I've in the exact same place where we was in March. Either they're reporting the numbers inaccurately or and like you know making it seem like it's bigger numbers than it actually is and playing into fear mongering which is one perspective or people like they say people aren't really abiding by the rules and still going out and seeing people so which is another perspective but this is my thing i understand that people need to keep their you know selves quiet and stay home however what they what these what i don't understand what these people are not taking into consideration is people's social and mental health and well-being at the end of the day we're not robots at the end of the day we're not animals at the end of the day we are human beings so uh, especially for people that live by themselves except for you because you're a vampire um People need some type of social interaction with other people. Eventually, people are going to want to see their loved ones. They're going to want to see people they care about. You can only do virtual, virtual, virtual for so long. You can only do screen time, screen time for so long before you're going to need that interaction, that face-to-face interaction, a hug, an embrace from somebody, especially Mm -hmm. those people that are going through hard times right now do you understand mm. what i'm saying one of my yeah. friends just messaged me um yesterday he lives by himself he just messaged me yesterday that he found out his mom has stage four cancer mm-hmm. so and that she has a potentially less than a year to live now you're gonna tell me that people can't come and comfort him during this hard time this is what i'm saying like it's hard it's hard for you to say indefinitely because you're keep extending, 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 extending how long people have to stay home. People still have lives to live. People's mental health and um, well-being is being affected by, by having to distance from people for such an extended period of time. For someone like I said, my friend that just found out this news, he, it's not like he can go and like go interact or go socialize with people to help him get through this time. Yeah. He's there home by himself who knows what thoughts are going through his head what emotions he's feeling but yet we want to say oh no you can't go see you can't go see people i understand you want to curb the the um you have to flatten the the spread you want to flatten the curve yeah but at the same time okay you flatten the curb and then what you have a whole bunch of people that are mentally emotionally sick mentally emotionally worn down um, abuse, mental illnesses on the rise, suicide is on the rise. At like what cost? You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like the conversation is not be- at being balanced. I don't feel like they're talking about the other, the other thing, the other um, aspect of it, which so- is the social aspect, which is the economic aspect. I just read the other day, yesterday, um, that H and M is closing like 250 stores. H and M, big big H and M, you know. This is what I'm saying. Like people are losing their jobs. Companies are going under. So why are we not addressing those other other things as well? 
Especially when there's a still a vast majority of people that are trying to do what they can to follow and comply, wear the mask, um, social distance, um, wash their hands, do what they need to do. So that way they can still at least go to work, still at least see their loved ones at a social distance or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like this whole thing is, 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 is not being addressed on a holistic level. I feel like it's not being addressed on a holistic level. People are suffering mentally, emotionally, and that is not being talked about. People are offing themselves. People are, people are going through hard times. People are losing their jobs. Why is that not being addressed? I think and those things are important. Um, but I think that when it comes to a, like, if this was, like, a cold that was going around, I could completely understand. However, I think that the conversation differs when we're talking about a virus that is killing people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, I... The flu kills people more than the virus. Yes, but flu we kills ha- people every we day. Have a, but we have a proven vaccine for the flu. Like, we have, you know, we have remedies, proven remedies for the flu. Like, we're just rolling out a vaccine now, and that's not even proven to work. And I completely understand, like, especially where it comes to, like, the small businesses. Like, I live on the lakeshore, and there's bare small businesses that have been, like, having to close down or, or like, pause their business because of the restrictions and what have you. I completely understand, but it's just, like, at I, I can we, if we're talking about the businesses as well, like, I mean, do you want to live to rebuild or do you just want to just make your money or do you want to live to see your loved ones or do you can you stay away from them for the X amount of time? I completely but this get- is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. OK. You saying X amount of time. Cool. But what's the X amount of time? No one knows. And that's what the I'm X, saying. The X amount of time keeps getting pr- prolonged. And, and that's, that's the problem. I that's think everyone's people, frustration. That's everyone's frustration. Exactly. The X amount of time keeps getting prolonged. No one knows what the X amount of time is. And that's where people are just like, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be like this. Are you telling me that I cannot go and see my mother for the next two years? For yeah. the next, like, how long is this going to be? And that's why people are getting frustrated and are just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to do what I... I'm going to take the proper necessary precautions. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to stand six feet away, whatever. But I need to see my mother or I need to see my father. I need to see them face to face. That's what that's what's happening. That's that's another that's another side that's not being talked about. And I'm not saying that they should not take this virus seriously. Obviously, this virus is serious. Obviously, people are dying. So they say there's other conversations about than the, even the numbers them, the, themselves, but I'm not even going to get into that. Obviously, this virus is serious. I'm not saying they shouldn't do what they should do, but I'm just saying where is also additionally to the conversation that they are having, additionally the conversation to address those other issues. That's what I'm saying. There needs to be two conversations had. That's what I'm saying. I think it's it it to your point. I think it it teeters over to what's most important to people. 
when you you ask people who you know are concerned about you know the the economic backlash or the social or mental backlash that this may have then yeah that conversation arises but when you talk to i mean like um I I on New Year's Eve I talked to one of my friends. He came over and we just kicked it in my living room, and we I we even talked about the virus. We talked about the vaccine. We talked about um the the lockdown and whatever. And I think the common thing is that we're all like frustrated, like like with the government, especially especially because it's been like what not the first or the second lockdown that we've had, and it's just been like a revolving door you know what i'm saying but it's just like i don't know like at at what cost like i'm willing to comply because it's just like i know that people are losing their jobs i've lost my job but it's just like i mean i i also want you know to be healthy and i want my family to be healthy and i understand that you know i'm not going to be able to see them for 28 days coming 28 days but i I understand that if they're taking the precautions and I'm taking the precautions that we're both at a greater risk of staying healthy. You know what I'm saying? Or a greater chance of staying healthy, not a greater risk. But I don't know. I'm just more teetering over to that side because it's just like if I follow the precautions and, and Look, this no, is good. Go ahead. I didn't hear you chipped out. I was going to say you and I both know mm -hmm. that it's not just going to be 28 days. And that leads it to always a, gets extended. <laughs> that leads to a whole other like cause are you prepared like in any way for this to be like the new the new normal? Like No, and that's when people are gonna start rebelling and that's when you're gonna see anarchy. Because that's when you're the, gonna really see the purge. Cause, cause the purge, she said. Cause put this in perspective, Crystal. When so, the first conversation or like sighting of SARS was in two thousand and two. Okay, the last time we they mentioned SARS was in 2012. That's a 10 year span, and COVID has only been like a crawling up to a year now. So it's like I don't think, and I think that you know, especially the the curve and stuff like that, and and people's expectations and frustrations with the government, and even with what the government is doing, and maybe their blunders is all the is all like contingent on the fact that people keep thinking that this is gonna just like go away and we're just gonna go back to normal but i don't i don't think we are i think that i think we're here for a while i don't think this so is then forever. you're proving my point you're proving my point how if we're gonna be here for a while how long do you expect people to isolate themselves and not see their long ones their loved ones realistically I mean, if they're will, if they're willing to risk their lives, because that's what's at stake. That's the only thing at stake. Guess what? People will be willing to risk their lives if it means that they can see their loved ones. I've talked to people who have not seen their loved ones in a, over a year. Do you know what that can do to somebody's mental? Absolutely. To not see your loved ones in a Ab year? Absolutely. And again, it's not like you're going to see your loved ones and you're going to be hugging up on them are in their face kissing up on them like people are taking precautions people not everyone is reckless just because you want to go see your loved one doesn't mean you're going to be reckless but the people you know what i'm saying people take the bus to people go take the bus to work 
I so what are you saying? They're risking their lives when they have to go take the bus to work. But it's the, people it's, have to go to the grocery store. They're risking their life when they have to go to the grocery store. So okay, so then I, like I like what I don't get your point. You're saying oh at what cost? Do you want to risk your life? I'm going to the grocery store to go pick up bananas. I'm risking my life then. Like what the heck? There's people at the grocery stores. Because the well, I guess it's because like to, for some people the numbers don't matter, and. I mean, it's been shown in like the the news and like even your opinion. Like people, you people have the same opinion as you, where it's just like uh, they're questioning the numbers or they don't believe the numbers at all. Because if the numbers keep rising, which means like people people either keep getting affected or dying, it's just like well, I mean, does that matter in terms of like you staying home or anything like that? Like. I don't know. Like, I don't want to be in the. I don't want to be in the number. <laughs> people can. People can are not staying home indefinitely though. And people still going out to the grocery to stay store home indefinitely. Okay, people are still going out to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Within a people within are still a sp- going. People are still going to the. People are still going to the pharmacy. Within a, people with- are still people that work at Amazon, Canada Post, wherever warehouses are still going to work. Essential, they're essential workers. Exactly. So you're still interacting with people, but they're taking their they're they have to be. Come on, you know that their their cleanliness standards are are turned. So why up do you think? Why do you think because they're can, essential? Not, they have to. But why do you think then people are not taking those same kind of precautions if they want to go see their loved one? It like I said, well. When it concerns the government, the essential workers are people that work for the government. So, like, that's not, that's not, no, 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 no. Essential workers are not people that work for a government. Then who are the essential workers? Grocery store, grocery store people are essential workers. They don't work for the government, but they're considered essential workers because they provide food. Yeah, but they don't work for the government. You said essential workers work for the government. Well, most of them do. Come on, like the sanitation workers, the people that work What do you in the mean? Hospital. Anyone that works for Amazon that does packaging, they're essential workers. People that work at Home Depot, they're essential workers. People that work at the car repair shop, uh, mechanics, they're essential workers. Those are considered essential workers. Grocery store people are essential workers. Doctors, they don't, none of them work for the government. So I don't know what, I don't know what you mean. No one's going to check the mechanics to see what they're doing uh, for their protocols. I'm pretty so sure. So my my question to you is: If people are still going about to get their groceries and still going about to go, um, um, you know, doctor's office, going to the mechanic or whatever to go do what they have to do, if people are still going to work um, at, at, at Amazon or wherever else they need to go work, and precautions are being made. People are taking precautions when they go to the grocery store. Why do you think that people, the same people cannot, are not taking precautions if they're going to see a loved one? I don't think that is even the point in terms of why the numbers are rising. The numbers are rising because the virus is spreading because people are about. So the only way to flatten the curve is if less people are, are in the, are in public. And so for right now, we've got to condense how many people are in public so then when we release more people into the public the virus doesn't spread faster i i understand that and i never said that so that's why it's done that's why it's a 20 that's why it's only 28 days that's why the but like i said to you carlos because you we we both lived through 2020 right yes of course we we both lived through 2020 so we both know 
It's never just 28 days. How long was the lockdown last, last year? They said 28 days, got extended to 28 more days, 28 more days, 28 more days, kept, 28 more days. Because people kept going to the beach and kept going outside and everything. From the first lockdown, people have been not listening at all. Other countries, no. other countries and other cities, they've completely complied and they've gotten to go back to, to normal. Look at Taiwan and, 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 other, and other places in the world. They've got to go back to normal. When they first normal. started the lockdown, there was no beach. It was still winter time. What do you mean? When they, it was still, when they first started the lockdown back in March or whatever, it was still cold out. People started, the lockdown extended into the, into the warm time and people started going to, to... I'm talking about from the beginning, when it first locked, when there was first lockdown. There was, it wasn't warm. So where were people going? People were still leaving their house to not go to the grocery store. People were, ta- people were doing all sorts of things other than just going to work. And especially when, and especially when it got warm, people were going to the beach. You saw okay, it. Okay, so so people, okay, so people just stay home and just go to the grocery stores. No, I'm not saying that people. No, no, that's that's what they want. That's what they want that, for the lockdown. I get. I, just go to the grocery stores. The government said grocery stores, essential work, and doctor's appointments. Okay, I go to the grocery store. I have the virus. I infect all the people in the grocery store. What's the difference? Versus me just going to visit my one loved one. But now me, myself, go to a grocery store and I affect all 300 people that are in the grocery store. Well, if you got the virus, that obviously doesn't, that obviously means you weren't taking precautions. How do you know? I could have been taking precautions. Then you don't know. You... you don't know. You don't know. So because you don't know. People at, that the, means... grocery, people at the grocery store, they're taking so, precautions. They're wearing their masks. So because. And... So I'm asking you, so because you don't know, because we all don't know, that means we should just do what we need to do? Is that what you're saying? No, you're saying you're saying somebody that gets the virus means that they weren't taking precautions. And I think that's a very irresponsible statement because people have gotten the virus and have taken precautions. You're right. They have taken precautions. So I don't think it's fair to say that everyone that has gotten the virus has been irresponsible. That's not what I said. That's what you said. No, it's not what I said. That is what you said, Carlos. Word for word, that's not what I said. Carlos, that is what you said. No, I said, I said, if I said, I said, if I have the virus and I go to the grocery store and I infect everybody with the virus, he said, well, if you have the virus, that means you were being irresponsible. That's not what I said. said. I said, I said you weren't taking precautions. Ah, could we run it back? Yeah, I said I wasn't taking precautions. Kick up fam. You okay, can say so, you can say okay, in the so comments you're or whatever. You weren't taking precautions. Mm-hmm. But so I didn't saying, I just said I just didn't say what you said word for word. That's all I said. Okay, I didn't so, say so, what you said. so you're saying everybody that's ever contracted that's the never, virus was not, not what taking precautions. That's not what I said. But I that said was in the indefinite case, statement. No, but why no. in my case? Why in my case? Because you why were saying you were using you were using a hypothetical situation. That's why I was but referring. To I just you. said I have the. I just said that I have. If which is I hypothetical. Had the virus, which is hypothetical. If I had the virus and I went to the grocery store and I infected everyone in the grocery store with the virus. Yeah. You said I was. I got. You said I then had been not taking precautions precautions because I had the virus. I said, yeah, you had probably not taken precautions. Why did you assume that though? 
because those are the pro those have been the instructed ways by the government in order to not contract and protect yourself from the virus to social Yeah, but distance. why do you assume why do you assume that just because someone contracted the virus that they had not taken precautions? Because they were infected. That's why. I'm not say I'm not saying that that's definite for all people. I'm just saying that's the probable case. And that's been most of the case. But I'm not saying it's been all cases. Either way, <laughs> either way, I think that I think that's a, a wrong statement to say, to say that someone that has the virus was not taking precautions. Precautions. I said, I, I said, I said in a probable case. I did not. No, you didn't. You didn't. Did. You just said it now. You just said that now. You just. I said, said that it now. was but in you a just. You just said that now. When you but, first said it, you didn't say in a probable case. But, Crystal, but you correct. You you cleared no, it. You clear it. You clarified yourself, which is cool, which is cool. You clarified yourself because that's not what you originally said. Your COVID example was probable, though. That's not what you Because it wasn't real, so it was probable. How is that not real? How is that not real? Do you have COVID? How is that not real? Do you have COVID? How is that not real? Do you have COVID? I'm talking about somebody can go to a grocery store and have the virus infect people. I was just referring to the situation that you made up as an example. That's what I was referring to. You don't have COVID for real. So your probable statement, my answer was a probable. No, the way you said it, you, the way you said it made it seem like that anybody that contracts um, COVID-19 was not taking precautions. It was that's the way answer. That's I what I don't you know made what to say. Seem like. It was a direct. Way, that's, that's what you made it seem like, Carlos. That's it was a direct. It, like. it was a direct. Okay, answer. but that's what that's what you made it seem like. Just letting you know, that's what you made it seem like. Because okay? I don't, I don't beat her on the bush. Okay. Either way, I think that's a wrong statement to say that anybody that contracts um that's COVID virus, you know, it, it was not taking precautions. That's not anyways, what I said. Anyways, <laughs> the point of my the point of I was trying to make was that this lockdown we both know i mean you can you can try to make it seem like oh it's gonna like uh it's gonna be hunky dory and it's just gonna end in 28 days we both know it's probably not gonna end in 28 days it'll probably extend more than likely it will extend just because that's what it's been doing it's been extending for more than 28 days so my thing is they need to just address the social and the social aspect of people being isolated for extended periods of times and what that does to somebody's mental, what that does to somebody's psyche and all that. That think, also needs to be addressed. I think they have because in no in in no greater time has there been more of an emphasis on like psychotherapy and stuff. That's the reason why I got a therapist. I've never in, heard that come in, up. I've never heard that come up the government's mouth. I'm talking about the really? government. Really? You've never I've heard never. you've never heard seen a government a commercial or ad or anything for for psychotherapy or therapist or anything like that? I've never Nothing. heard that come out of Doug Ford or any of his cabinet's mouth when or they even, do their press conferences. Or even from like your workplace or anything like that. No, I've never heard that come out of Doug Ford's or any of the their the comp the his cabinet members' mouth. Oh well, they're because they're gonna only talk about what affects the nation. They're not gonna talk about things because that's like a on a municipal level. Because like your your benefits and stuff like that, OSAP sin number and stuff that goes through a mini a municipal level of the province. So it's just like 
he's not going to talk about that. <laughs> I think that would more so be like your work labor board or something like that. That's where I'm saying like the emphasis has been. That's the reason why I got a therapist. How, how would you not talk about that? How can you not talk about people's mental well-being? I don't know. I guess because the death toll is more important to him. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know. <laughs> the other departments would take care of like the the cycle because obviously that matters it does matter but i'm saying like he wouldn't himself his public address wouldn't be on the the socio or economic or cycle um effects of of what he has to do as the premier and obviously we still don't even know that he knows what he's doing but it's just like i don't know we're trapped <laughs> All I know is, um, and because I talk to a lot of people and I, I a lot of people have expressed mm -hmm. that this lockdown has really started to take a toll on them. Of course. And that they are starting, they, they're usually not a person that's prone to depression or anything like that, but they're starting to feel the effects of it. And I think that needs to be addressed. That's, that's all I'm saying. Of course. Of course. So is there a ways that like you're you're coping with it? Because I mean, you, just, you sound pretty just like exuberated about it. So it must have affected you in some way. No, it hasn't affected me because I, I it hasn't affected me in that way. And thank God it hasn't um, mm -hmm. affected me in that way. But I, like I said, I talk to people. People mm -hmm. talk to me and confide in me and I care for people. I have. I'm an empath. So mm -hmm. when people come and express those things to me, I feel for them. You know what I'm saying? I feel for them. And especially when I, when my, my friend comes and tells me that the news that he received, I, I feel for what he could be feeling right now, especially in this time when it's discouraged that anybody can go see one another. So I can just imagine what he's feeling, having receiving that news, but not having anyone that can be around him to support him through that. That's right. what I'm talking about. Right. Completely understand that, yo. Because I don't know if I didn't have. Well, I mean, because I live alone, <laughs> I don't necessarily have like that, that community or whatever, because they're all in another city. But it's just like. I don't know. Drowning yourself in work or whatever or having the ther or having my therapist or having the podcast or just having someone to talk to would definitely help. So whatever you guys are, are going or however this lockdown is going to disrupt your your week, your month, however this thing lasts, guys, just stay up, please. <laughs> you know, we care uh, and we hope that everyone else is. Is, is holding on because we all it's all unsure for everybody you know what i'm saying and check in on your friends guys yeah. just make sure to check in on your friends your family members especially those people that live alone i mean i guess there's some people that like it but even <laughs> after a while at the end of the day we're still all human beings so human beings need one another i don't care what anybody else says or wants to think i mean everybody needs somebody that's how god created us so Absolutely. And there's one human being, uh, for the sake of time, there's one human being that um, in real time, for the second time this time, um, is in the process of being impeached. Um, and that is 
uh, former President Donald J. Trump. Um, oh, he's not former yet. He's still technically. Still well, technically, and that's why he's going through the impeachment. But it's just, it's all just very confusing because they declared Joe Biden as president and Donald Trump's still president. And it's just all very kerfuffled. But it's like, you know, um, I saw the hashtag on, I think it was Twitter or something like that, where they said um, we are uh, removing a dictator or something like that. It's And um, there was videos um, of the Capitol rioters getting arrested all over the country and stuff like that. I don't know if you saw those videos where they were like on no-fly lists and stuff like that, and they were getting picked yeah. up in airports and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was it was going crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's about... It's a, I feel like it's too little, too late, but I, I'm not surprised about anything that's happening because we all saw it coming. I mean, I know I definitely saw it coming. I knew... Once Biden was gonna become the president elect, that these people were gonna go mad, and that's exactly what they've been doing. They've yeah. been going mad, and now Trump is on the brink of getting impeached. I mean, it's too little, too late. Like, okay, he gets impeached, and then um, what? What's his what's his v- VP's name again? Pence. Pence, Pence becomes <laughs> president for what three days, and then it's Biden. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. But anyways, I mean. America, America, I'm so sorry, but America's become like a huge, 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 one big laughing stock for the world. Like we're all, it seems like the rest of the world watching our reality TV series when you're watching America and American politics. It's really, it's really sad. It's really funny. It's really, (laughs) it's really like, yo, like, like seriously, this this is the land of the free and home of the brave. This is. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. So we also saw that Trump was banned from a number um a very large not large but a substantial number of social media yep. apps. Um He which, was banned. Which I found very interesting because I mean people were saying that you know to take away someone to to do that to someone at such a scale would be like akin to taking away their their first amendment right which was which would be freedom of speech you know what i'm saying um to take away their their right to tweet or post pictures or any sort of expression like a video or audio or whatever they've taken that away from him spotify's banned him yeah so like apparently facebook has banned him apple tiktok snapchat instagram youtube twitter shopify Shopify, I don't understand. Like, so he can't shop. Shopify, Reddit, um, Pinterest, Stripe, like all apparent Pornhub. Apparently, all these um, <laughs> sites have banned him. Which I don't think is. I think it's just an act of solidarity against the against him. But I don't think like it's just like it's not necessary. But it's just I understand why they're doing it though. What do you mean it's not necessary? Why do you don't think it's necessary? I mean, at at some point where it's just like when I saw Pinterest on there, <coughs> I completely understand, and I mean like it's justified because it's like it's it's Donald Trump, but it's just like what what does he what would he really do on some of your on some of your platforms? You know what I'm saying? It's just like come on, we know it. We know these guys are just like I I understand it's just a uh what's it called um 
solidarity thing where it's just like we're all gonna band together against this horrible human being but it's just like when i saw spotify i was just like okay guys all right <laughs> when i saw spotify i mean like spotify i can understand because he can like op- upload audio clips to spotify but like shopify i was like Shopify, Pinterest that didn't get either, and some of the some. Of I the mean, Pinterest that... I can get because Pinterest is pictures. He can upload a picture, um, and pictures he can upload like a word picture. Mm-hmm. So okay. like I I can I get all that, but I just didn't get Shopify. Shopify yeah. I did not get. I like, mean, but I get the I get the whole just ordeal of it all, um, and it's deserved. I don't know the status of the impeachment. Frankly, it's. I think they're voting today. They're a vote. Okay, they're they're counting the votes today. They're doing the votes today. Okay, in Congress to see. It's honestly, as a Canadian (laughs) and just someone that's living an entirely different life, it's the least of my worries. But (laughs) I mean, I hope it goes well. Um, it looks like he's he's just got nowhere to to run right now. He's just been taking L's upon L's upon L's. So, um, what did he expect, man? I mean, we wish Donald J. Trump the worst of luck. No, I wouldn't say that. Um, we hope this impeachment goes well. Um, and we hope that the rest of the world is on to a brighter future sans Trump. <laughs> and people need to stop coming for Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Hilson. People are coming for Carrie Hilson because she had something to say about the fact that she felt our freedom of speech is being um, jeopardized because... Donald Trump was banned from all these platforms. So she's like, I feel people like are coming for her. Well, I, I feel like we're seeing the first kind of like real example of, well, I mean, we've seen examples of cancel culture, but I feel like this was the, the one more helpful one where it's just like everyone bands together to silence this one person that is proven to be a harm to everybody else. I understand. I completely understand Carrie Hilson's point, but I was just like, after what we saw at the Capitol, everyone agreed unanimously. No, nah, this is necessary. I I get where Carrie Hilson is trying to say. Yeah. I don't think her comment really applies in this sense because Donald Trump is not like they're um, taking away his freedom of speech. They're taking away his um, freedom to like incite violence, right. basically. Right. Um, so it's kind of a difference. Uh, so it's different, Carrie Helson. But I'm just saying, just because she has that opinion, people just need to stop coming for her. Like, I don't understand. Like, what I don't understand why people need to come for somebody that has a difference of opinion. Like, you don't need to come. You don't need to come for people like that. Like, she her opinions. Okay, you don't agree. Okay, say you don't agree. Like, I'm, the people are dragging this girl. I'm just like, whoa, it's not necessary. It's not why, necessary. I, I have, I don't know why she's been getting. I apparently she's like people have just been getting at her for years. But I, I don't since know the whole Beyonce incident. <laughs> then it's been a wrap for her. <laughs> this one I saw and I didn't really understand. Um, I was very puzzled at this one. Um, I saw that she put it in the little like. Um, pool thing, and I had to do some research on it. Apparently, um, Azalea Banks has. 
Azalea Banks was maybe you can yeah you're gonna have to help me on this she was she was seen cooking her cat so I was on Twitter just you know do my periodical Twitter peruse and somebody I was following posted something about Azalea Banks mm-hmm. um and it was like Azalea Banks did what and like they put some gift. I was like, oh, okay, what well, the Azalea Banks do now? Because everybody that knows Azalea Banks knows Azalea Banks is always up to some antics. Mm-hmm. This woman is antic queen. <laughs> so I was just like trying to see what the heck Azalea Banks was on. I look, I'm scrolling through the scrolling because I see that she's trending. And I see that she essentially dug up her dead cat named Lucifer. And yeah, her cat named Lucifer dug him up and proceeded to take that dead cat to cook him. And she's doing this on live. And apparently the reason why she was doing this, because she was trying to bring him back to life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Something cry for help. Um, but yeah, she was basically cooking the cat on live, showing the skull, showing him everything. And it, and it was it looked like she was cooking him in like some witch's brew cauldron. If you looked at the at the thing, like the pot was black and bubbly and murky and and it was like I'm just like and she's doing this on live. Obviously, she took down the post afterwards. But I was like this 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 is another level for Azalea Banks. Um, I th- things like this is what it pushes me further and further away from the internet. Like in the past month, I've wanted to just come off everything because everything that I've seen has been either foolishness or depressing. you know what i'm saying it's either been just another lockdown notification or someone cooking their cat on life or (laughs) or um people taking over the capital or whatever like it's just been just non-stop just i don't i don't need to know and then even like the league the league might get canceled for for a couple weeks like it's just like oh nba yes oh really yes like oh wow why games because like um the Sixers like the they're gonna have to play I think tonight or tomorrow with like eight people because the rest of the roster is infected like a oh certain game like two games have gotten canceled like in one night and uh, Adam Silver is just like like they're th- they they're considering like just locking down the league for like a a, a week or two weeks because the amount of covid cases that are popping up it's crazy it's crazy like and it's just like no one knows no one knows what to do it's almost becoming like and that's why i I raise the question of a new normal because it's just like it's it's almost like we can't talk about anything without mentioning covid you know what i'm saying right but it's just like yeah uh, COVID is making people do crazy things like co- like cook their cats on the internet. No, 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 and no, that's no. what. Don't say people. Don't say people. That's that's one hundred percent just Azalea Bank. That's one hundred percent just her. But she's been she's been crying 
for help for a long time. And she's been on, she's also, I feel like she's like heavy into witchcraft or whatever else she's into. Yeah, I'm what I'm looking at a video now on, on Twitter. Ew. Like literally she's cooking her cat in some big black pot of like black something showing the skull of the cat. Like I'm so <laughs> I don't I don't care to see it. <laughs> I saw the headline. I did my I read some articles. I did not press play on that video. Y'all y'all can watch for your your viewing pleasure. I won't be partaking. <laughs> I'm yeah, so Like yeah. I'm I, I'm so shocked. I'm not shocked actually. You know what? It's it's sad, but nothing these days really shocked me. I'm not surprised. I'm I, that is shocking that she would do something like that, but I'm definitely not surprised. I'm, Apparently, I, she's done stuff like this before. Yeah, when you hear the name Azalea Banks, you're just like, yeah, she's pro she probably did something crazy. But I don't even like. I only. I only even. This has been all over Twitter, so <laughs> it was hard to ignore. But it was just like, why, for what purpose, like for a ritual or for like, did she eat the cat after? Or? I have no clue. I didn't dig that far. I have absolutely no clue what she did with, with the cat, her, her cat named Lucifer. Uh, not a clue. Um, not a clue. Uh, All okay. I know is yeah, we gotta, she's, she's been crying for help. We got to get off this topic soon because I'm about to lose my appetite. <laughs> um, yeah. We got our one got to go as we close up this episode. Um, and this is a little bit up your alley. We're going back to actors. Um, All right, and we got male actors for you. So one gotta go. Uh, white male actors, you put down. Yes, male white actors, the the legends, the big guys. Uh, Tom Hanks. Mm hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp. This is like the the Mount Rushmore of male white actors. These, these, this list is undefeated, and that's what makes it so hard. But let's see. Are you? I mean, there's thinking? some, there's some, there's some other ones you could definitely add to this. But... Oh yeah, I had, I, I had some trouble making this list, but I narrowed it down yeah. to these four. Ooh, first to stay. This one's kind of hard still. <laughs> Who's your first to stay? My first to stay. Um, I'm going to have to say Tom Hanks. Okay. Tom Hanks doesn't miss for me. I mean, I the guy that played Woody can't miss. Come yeah. On. I'm not even not even thinking about Forrest Gump. Like the guy that played Woody in, in Toy Story, he can't miss for me. Tom Hanks has mm. like I, I even like Captain Phillips and stuff like that like I don't know. Tom Hanks is just that guy. I, mm -hmm. he's, he's not like. Is he in my top five? No. But I every time a Tom Hanks movie comes on, I'll I'll let it play before I before I skip off of it. Tom Hanks is just a brilliant guy. He's he's just he's not going nowhere for me. That's my first to stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, first to stay, I would say maybe Johnny Depp. 
because I've just loved Johnny Depp for years. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp has been my first crush. And when we say like, because if we say whoever's off the board, that's basically everything that they've ever been in. Yeah. All the movies that they've ever been in. Yeah. I can't say, I can't say bye to Edward Scissorhand. I can't say bye to the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I can't say bye to even Fantastic Beasts, um, Chocolate, um, uh, 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 Sweeney Todd. Like, he's been in a lot of, like, really interesting, quirky movies that I enjoy. Like, him and Tim Burton done some really cool things. You know, Shutter, uh, uh, not Shutter Island. Um, That was Leo. Oh, my gosh. You didn't even have Leo on this. <laughs> We've talked about Leo so many times. You didn't even have Leo on this. Wow. That would make it so much harder. That would wow. make it so much harder. Wow. Disrespect. But anyways... Yeah, John, uh, Johnny Depp is the first to stay for me, I think. That's yeah. a good choice. That's a good choice. Um, Second to stay for me is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert okay. Downey Jr., I mean, I mean, it goes without saying Iron Man, of course. Uh-huh. But Robert Downey Jr. has played it. Uh, you know what? No, I was thinking about um, I was thinking about the guy that played Wolverine. I forget his name. But I, oh, I, I thought that he played Australian I, guy. Yeah, I thought he played in the Greatest Showman, but that was him. But um, Robert Downey Jr. No, I love Robert Downey Jr.'s um, his Sherlock his Holmes. Act. Yeah, um, and just like even if it were just to talk about Iron Man, I don't think any other person could play that character other than him. I think right. there's just something he brings to that character where it's just it's just so unique where it's just like they had to. I understand why they had to kill him off. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's just like no one, no one else no, can play him. No one else can do it. Um, I forget like what, like you said, Sherlock Holmes. Um, there was Tropic another Thunder. one. I, there's something called, I think, The Judge. Um, Tropic he, Thunder. Tropic Thunder. I ha- might have to rewatch that. That may be before my time. I don't know. But, it's not before your time. Um, but yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is not going nowhere for me. No one from Marvel is ever going every, anywhere for me. So Robert Downey Jr. is staying for me. Who's your second? I think I think for me, second is Robert Downey Jr. too. I think for Iron Man alone, Iron Man alone. You know, if he does nothing else in his life, facts. Iron Man alone. Obviously, you have you know the um, Sherlock Holmes and all that stuff. But yeah, Robert is for me definitely mm-hmm. okay it comes down to this brad pitt well for me at least brad pitt and johnny depp and for you brad pitt and tom hanks mm-hmm. okay so the person that is staying for me has to be johnny depp mm. which means brad pitt has to go for me Mm. nothing that i mean i know brad pitt has been in big stuff um i know he's like a super like he's the guy but nothing he's like he's, the a-list actor he's like yeah, the a-list but, of the a-list but nothing that he's been in has really resonated for me mm. you know what i'm saying it just didn't really stick like tom hanks like that he sticks for me robert downey jr he sticks for me even like leo leo he sticks for me but nothing that brad pitt has been in like I even like now off my head, I can't name you a Brad Pitt movie. 
I can I know who Brad Pitt is, but I can't name you like Inglorious Bastards. Well, I've heard of that. I've heard I can name you Benjamin Button. If you were to name me movies that I know, I'd probably say, oh, I know that. But like, I can't remember them because they're not lodged in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, Brad Pitt, his stuff is really just forgettable for me. I know there's Brad Pitt fans out there. Don't chastise me. His stuff is really for- forgettable for me. But Johnny Depp, like you said, um, Sweeney, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, goes without saying. Yeah. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. He's, he, he's, it's him and um, Jim Carrey for me. They're mm. the two, they're the two that they're just like, I hold, them near, really I, I hold them near and dear to my heart because they're so unique. But yeah, John, Johnny Depp's not going nowhere. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> I apologize. Um, for me, I think who the person that has to go. Oh man, honestly, the only reason why I'm keeping this person is oh, because man. of Toy Story. Oh man, He's, that's the only reason why I'm keeping him because Toy Story is. Amazing. I don't and disagree I, with you. I can't have I can't and the thing is I just discovered not discovered, I just watched her story for the first time in my life last year. Uh-huh. Um but Toy Story is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, I'm just surprised that for you Tom Hanks fell that low on your list. I thought because he would be at the kind top. of like the kind of like the same thing for you for Brad Pitt. Like his stuff is amazing, but it's like okay, Forrest Gump. I love Forrest Gump, but like I probably watched Forrest Gump maybe once or twice in my life. I don't really watched. have the de- don't really have the desire to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably will because it's good, but like I don't really care <laughs> if I watch it again or not. Um, you know, like Captain whatever with the Somalians. Captain was, Philip. <laughs> yeah, Phillips. Um, really good again. Yeah, extremely good. He did amazing in that movie um but it's not like it's good it's good like it's good but like you know it's, it's good i don't know what to say <laughs> like it's, and i can't yeah. think of any other uh, um and like then and then um and then what's what's it called what's it called um brad pitt no 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 toy story toy story is the selling point for me okay, brad pitt yeah. now brad pitt brad pitt is Brad Pitt, I love Brad Pitt, but Brad Pitt doesn't have that one selling point like Tom Hanks has, which is Toy Story. Brad Pitt has some amazing movies. Obviously, like I said, Glorious Bastards, um, Benjamin Button, mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that other movie that he did with um, Angelina Jolie. Right. But none of them is like, oh my god, like if they if they if they leave, like oh my gosh, like I. Like I can't depart from Toy Story, so that's why Tom Hanks is staying and Brad Pitt has to go. Has to. The only thing that I disagree with your list is that Tom Hanks is that low. I think he's goaded for me, but um, I mean, I guess other than that, Tom Hanks is amazing. Yeah, spectacular. But, but Johnny Depp is up there, and I don't, I don't disagree with that. I guess, uh, that concludes this week's episode. Woo! Of- the kick up podcast guys thank you for tuning i feel like 
yeah 30 minutes of it with us debating that that topic. I, I mean hey it's the state of the times we talk about what's going on you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. like all that's all that seems to be going on right now is is this covid thing and I, we're just hoping that all of all of you you know get through it and stay safe please um do what we need to do and let's let's work together defeat this together guys you already we know what it, it is we could do it i go by the name of carlos I'm Crystal. and you have been listening to another episode of the kickoff podcast we will see you guys another time now don't